Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell and this is History and Comments for Thursday, the 23rd day of September and the first full day of fall. It's now safe to serve pumpkin dishes and drag your sweaters and hoodies out of deep storage, but hold off on the jack-o'-lanterns for another month. The English merchant ship Merchant Royal sinks in bad weather just off the southwestern point of England in 1641. She is carrying at least 100,000 pounds of gold bullion, along with a large quantity of silver and gold coins. The gold would have a value of over $2.5 billion today, and the wreck has not been located. Let's put this into perspective. A semi-truck load is about 45,000 pounds, so more than two semi-loads, or what the U.S. government spends in about six hours. John Loudon McAdam is born in Ayrshire, Scotland in 1756. McAdam will become a civil engineer, assuming there's such a thing as a civil engineer. His contribution to the world will be road building. He develops the concept of the crushed stone road with a sloped surface to direct rainwater away. While it sounds quite simple, the mud paths of the late 18th century, it was as great as a Roman road. William McGuffey is born to Scottish immigrant parents in 1800. He will begin teaching on the Ohio frontier in 1814. He completes his formal education and goes on to teach and lead a long list of colleges. In 1831, he is recommended by family friend Harriet Beecher Stowe to write a series of graded readers to be used in primary schools. He will write the first four McGuffey readers and his brother will write the last two. For 80 years, the McGuffey readers will educate American school children and be third in line behind the Bible and Webster's Dictionary as the most widely sold books. They still are considered of great value in some circles. The early versions were overt in their Calvinist thought, and later versions were more secular. Four, volume 4 is considered 5th or 6th grade level in the 19th century. Meriwether Lewis and William Clark returned to St. Louis in 1806, completing their 28-month trek to the Pacific Northwest and back, covering 8,000 miles. A great portion of the return trip was with the Missouri River Current, and they covered as much as 70 miles on some days. Victoria Woodhull is born in 1838. She will be the first woman to run for president in the 1872 election. There is some dispute on this matter as she did run, but was only 34 and technically not eligible to be president. In the early days of what we know today as baseball, it's hard to pin down exact dates, like when the first game was played or the first team and so forth. Rules were still fluid and the game was developing. On this day in 1845, one of the early and maybe the first team under modern rules is formed in New York City. Named, the Knickerbock named for the Knickerbocker Engine Company Number no. 12, one of the many volunteer fire companies that protected the city at that time. The Knickerbocker Baseball Club would be around for the next quarter century. It appears that the club had enough members to pick two teams from among their ranks, but also had rules to recruit gentlemen to fill the ranks as walk-ons if the need arose. German engineer and inventor Robert Bosch is born in 1861. One of his first inventions was adapting the magneto to the internal combustion engine, providing a spark. A later development will be the fuel injector for diesel engines. Mechanics will recognize how the two are closely related, yet worlds apart. John Lomax was born in 1867 and raised in meager conditions in Reconstruction, Mississippi. Through hard work and amazing perseverance, he managed a college education. 
He was interested in folk songs around the South, but when a professor called it cheap and unworthy, Lomax burnt his collection to that time. Still feeling poorly educated, he enrolled in post-grad studies at Harvard, where he was encouraged to run to his first interest, collecting folk music. Lomax and his three children have made the Lomax name synonymous with music collection. The members of the Lomax family would travel the country with state-of-the-art recording equipment in the trunk of the car, looking for unique songs and talent to document. One of those excursions took them to the Louisiana State Penitentiary, where they found a 12-string guitar player named Huddy Ledbetter, better known as Leadbelly. In the category of I Have Some Bad News and Some Good News, during the night between the 23rd and 24th of September, 1885, a steamship runs aground on the extreme southeastern coast of Argentina. The upside is they found placer gold nearby, sparking a gold rush to the area. Yamayuchi Nintendo is formed to produce Japanese playing cards called Handafuna in 1881. The original cards featured flowers and had a limited market, like Western playing cards, are sometimes linked to vice. In 1959, they strike a deal with Disney to use Disney characters and open card gaming to a wider audience. Think of Uno or Old Maid decks versus a traditional card deck. The first official airmail delivery occurs in 1911. Pilot Earl Ovington takes off from Garden City, New York, and flies about two and a half miles to Mineola, where he's circling at an altitude of about 500 feet. He chucks the mailbag from the open cockpit. The bag bursts on impact, scattering the letters and postcards. One of the letters was from the post office department to Ovington, designating him official airmail pilot number one. If you're wondering, even in New York City traffic today, the distance can be covered in about 10 minutes. Mickey Rooney was born in 1920. His birth name was Nanini Joseph Yule. In the late silent film era and up to World War II, Rooney was one of the highest paid actors around and one of the youngest. Beginning his acting career at age six, he claimed he appeared with his parents' act while still in diapers and cute little tuxedos. By age 25, his career had peaked, yet he remained a Hollywood fixture the rest of his life. Andre Castings, a French toy maker born in 1926, Andre grew up in a family of bakers but developed a flower allergy and sought work elsewhere. Working as an electrician in a factory using aluminum powder and a chance encounter with a sheet of plastic caused an epiphany. He played with the idea for a couple of years before the magic screen is debuted in 1959. An American toy company will change the name to Etch-A-Sketch. Singer Ray Charles is born in 1930. Spanish singer Julio Iglesias is 78 today. We might not know of him if he had not sung that duet with Willie Nelson, but then a lot of people have sung with Willie. Scottish folk singer Eric Bogle is 78. You might want to look up the song The Green Fields of France, a powerful song lamenting the loss of war, one of Bogle's favorite themes. Rocker Bruce Springsteen is 72, hugely successful in the 80s with a 15 times platinum album, Born in the USA. Springsteen's gritty style is a mainstay of classic rock. He has used his platform extensively to speak his politics. 
The Lincoln Center is a complex of 30 indoor and outdoor venues in the Lincoln Square area of Manhattan. The first completed building was the Philharmonic Hall, which opened on this day in 1962. The concert features Leonard Bernstein conducting the New York Philharmonic Orchestra and a list of opera stars. That's history and comments for the 23rd day of September. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.